Welcome to the Tales of Mythic Adventure podcast, coming to you from distant shores. And welcome to the Tales of Mythic Adventure podcast. My name's Michael O'Brien, also known as Mob. I'm talking to you from Australia, and this week I'm talking to Mike Mason in Birmingham, and Mike is the Call of Cthulhu line editor for Chaosium. And I caught up with Mike to find out about some of the exciting things that are in the pipeline for Call of Cthulhu. Over to the discussion I had with Mike. So I'm talking to Mike Mason, who of course is Call of Cthulhu line editor for Chaosium. How are you doing, Mike? Uh, I'm good, Mob. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm uh, all good, thanks. Yeah. You have been very busy of late. I understand you've been uh, hard at work on the special Sandy Peterson project. Uh, yes, the uh, uh, which is taking shape to be um, something along the lines of the Tales of Sandy Peterson, a, uh, a, a collection of um, Sandy's scenarios he's written and uh, run at conventions over the last ten or so years. Uh, so it's uh, a collection of uh, a collection of some of those scenarios and uh, of, that have been uh, worked up and uh, written, you know, written beyond Sandy's original, you know, original notes for himself uh, uh, into, uh, you know, full scenarios, um, uh, all covering uh, uh, some uh, fairly far out and, and way out situations that uh, normally end in uh, absolute death and horror, just as. Just as the way of uh, what a surprise! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, the first example of that that people got to see, of course, was the derelict earlier this year for Free RPG Day. Um, so uh, tales of Sandy Peterson. I guess Sandy has, in effect, told the tales to you, hasn't he? So this is where you come into the the process because you are you are really the co-author of this of this new tome. Uh, well, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, Sandy. Obviously, the ideas are all Sandy's in in that respect. The scenario, kind of uh, the uh, the concept of the of the scenario and uh, the kind of uh, standard events that happen in terms of the way that Sandy would run it. Uh, of uh, me and Sandy have sort of sat down over a few hours and uh, talked each scenario through, almost uh, not kind of playing it, but literally kind of talking it through. Like, well, this is what happens next, and this is what the players normally things happening and this is what's really happening and so oh, uh, wow they, they would have almost been great to, to record those conversations actually <laughs> all the all the secrets and, and uh, stuff behind the uh, behind the curtains yeah so i'm uh, frantically kind of taking notes as sandy's talking to me about these things and uh, and then uh, alongside my notes and uh, sandy's original notes obviously he runs from um i've then kind of pulled those together and then effectively kind of you know written the scenarios out in long form, um, dropped a few uh, dropped a few additional ideas in where it's been appropriate, and uh, and then kind of you know uh, uh, finish them up and then uh, send them back to Sandy. He looks over, um, sends in a couple more ideas which we then incorporate. And so yeah, kind of uh, it's been a very much a kind of a joint process between us crafting these together with uh, lots of ideas from Sandy's and and lots of. Um, uh, lots of writing from me. So. Terrific, and, and the uh, the derelict is a very good example of the the end product. And what there's like another five or six of these, is there? Yeah, I think I think in total, I think we'll have six in the uh, in the book, of mm-hmm. which the uh, yeah the derelict will be one, but obviously it will be in a uh, it will be laid out uh, in full color with uh, with new artwork uh, as opposed to the original 
the free RP white. day. Yes, well, free, we, free we, we were doing that one for free, so, <laughs> yeah. so there you go. So, uh, oh, yeah. that's terrific. Um, you know, it's been a very, very busy time with Call of Cthulhu. Now that Call of Cthulhu 7 is out and it's in stores and people are getting their hands on it, which is really exciting... The next thing, of course, is we have uh, a whole lot of Call of Cthulhu 7 supplements on the way. Can you tell us a little bit about what people are going to be seeing sometime very soon? Yeah, sure. Well, the um, the first one, I guess, out of the gate is is very much with, um, with a mind to um, uh, servicing uh, people who, have, uh, who are picking up Call of Cthulhu, the game, maybe for the first time on... You know, with a new edition, it often attracts in uh, new players. And, oh, we and hope new so. Recruits. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we have a book called Doors to Darkness, which is um, specifically a, a set of scenarios that are that are kind of geared to uh, to people who have maybe never run Call of Cthulhu before. So it may be their first game or mm-hmm. or the first time they've run for this particular system. And so they're um, they're kind of uh, you might want to look at you know novice scenarios in that respect, in that. Uh, they're, they're good for new keepers. Uh, they're also excellent for, for people who have never played at all before in terms of uh, new players. And um, they, uh, they come with a lot, of, uh, a lot of additional kind of guidance and notes on how the scenarios can play out and, and different ways the uh, advice on how the keeper can kind of uh, play things through. Uh, and they all come with a, a, a set of pre-generated characters. Um, and um, they're all fairly self-contained scenarios uh, by a by a range of uh, range of our uh, authors, uh, including people like Kevin Ross and uh, Christopher Smith Adair, Brian Corkmanch and uh, Tom Lynch, uh, and Brian Sammons, who's a fairly well-known name. And um, they each um, they each you know you can play them pretty much all in a single session, uh, but there is scope to expand them as well if people want to. Uh, do multiple sessions over the scenarios, um, and they also come with a um, a, uh, a kind of extended essay called "Sharing Nightmares," which is uh, written by Kevin Ross, which is all about his kind of uh, collected tips and hints on uh, on running Call of Cthulhu, which um, I think anyone will find useful. And uh, as I've said to many people about the scenarios in there, although they are you know specifically geared for for novice uh, keepers and players, um, I've been running them with um, very experienced players for you know in in play tests and things like that and uh-huh. uh, and that they've had an equal amount of fun with them so um whether you know i think whether you're you know new or old you know old to the system uh, i think uh, i think there's a lot of scenarios in there that you'll find something uh, for everyone fun. yeah absolutely so that's uh, doors a, to darkness yeah. and uh so how many scenarios were there in there so we've got um Six scenarios um, plus the uh, plus the kind of long essay on uh, on hints and tips on running Call of Cthulhu and uh, a whole heap of uh, pre-generated characters as well. Wonderful, and you know, um, there was a there was an earlier version of that that came out, and we just want to assure people that it's not that one, is it? Oh yes. Yeah. So uh, originally. Um, um, uh, last year, actually, for uh, the Necronomicon convention in the US, we actually had a, um, I, I guess, an advanced uh, print version done, a small number of print versions done, specifically to, to, uh, to that convention. 
Um, so uh, that was a, a black and white, um, I guess you might call it old style layout version of the of the book. But obviously, with the um, the kind of full proper print uh, publication version, we're we're now talking about that's in the uh, I guess you would call the the Chaosium New Style, which is um, completely relayed out, full color. Um, lots of brand new full color art, uh, lavish handouts, and so uh, uh, looks a very different book, I guess, uh, to mm-hmm. uh, one that people may have seen on our stand at uh, Necronomicon last year. Yeah, there are only a few of those, but yeah, so the new one does look wonderful. Um, and I'll just just add the other great thing we're now doing with our all of our new uh, releases is you get the PDF and the book for the one price. Which I think is pretty good. Yes, which is uh, uh, it's always a, a great help because you know you may be running from the book around the table, but having the PDF to actually uh, to print out the handouts or to um, tailor them to your specific group is uh, yeah, is a real help, isn't it? So, yeah, it's uh, really good. So um, that's Doors to Darkness, and there's something else that is yes. in the same container that is. Uh, <laughs> making its way from from china as we speak it's just passing well i'm not sure where it's just passing at the moment i i did i did do the ships of cthulhu for the call of cthulhu 7 which i think people some people found amusing following where it went but i haven't quite done it with this one but it is coming soon what's what else is in that container so the other one is quite a uh, well, it's, it's been a long time coming but it's finally here I'm very pleased to say is Pulp Cthulhu Pulp Cthulhu um, now uh, I believe that if you go back into Yog Sothoth and things like that is this first talked about in something like the year 2001 oh yeah surely yeah it's um, it's certainly uh, well over 10 years old if, uh, if not a lot longer right, uh, right. when it first mooted uh, you know and uh, it's been um it's been kind of uh, in development hell for some years, I guess is the, it's a term. And um, one of the um, one of the really cool things that came out of the the Kickstarter for Call of Cthulhu Seventh Edition was uh, Pulp Cthulhu was one of the stretch goals that was met. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was able to kind of um, dig through the archives of Chaosium and um, find what what existed for for this uh, Pulp Cthulhu book, what had been written or you know what 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 was there and um, I managed to um, I managed to pull some pieces together, uh, and I must say, with the uh, the splendid help of James Lauder, actually, who did a who did a wonderful job of helping me to kind of piece together um, pieces of the older manuscripts, because there wasn't just one version; there was numerous kind of bits and pieces that had been written in various versions. Um, uh, Mike, Mike the this year. this sounds like a Call of Cthulhu scenario. It pretty much was, yes. Yeah, Piece together the random piece of information to try and form a collective whole was very much the uh, the job I had in putting Pulp Cthulhu together. And of course, as you can imagine, stuff that had been written, you know, ten or more years ago, um, was to some extent quite a lot out of date. So it wasn't really suitable um, for you know uh, the new edition and and, and um, publications in you know 2016 or so. Right. So um, yeah. I uh, I managed to kind of distill the kind of the 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 really cool bits that were that, that had been written before, and then um, set about effectively writing the rest of the book, which uh, included all the the mechanics to make them all you know work alongside Cthulhu Seven and uh, pulling together lots more information and scenarios um, to form a you know a complete book. And and Pulp Cthulhu effectively is a um, 
I saw spoke to the the the, the main caller of the Lou Seven rule book. Right. Uh, in that includes um, uh, a whole uh, array of uh, new rules that that are specifically geared for you know pulp kind of style of play, a much more action orientated style of play. Um, character generation is slightly different. It follows the same format as Call of Cthulhu, but there are some additional, you know, pulp elements to that to kind of create almost larger than life, more kind of heroic types of investigators who are tougher and a little bit more capable, just like the uh, the heroes from uh, you know pulp from fiction the pulps, over the years. Yes, yep. And so you've got all of those, rules, yeah, rules, rules stuff, and then, and then because. Um, yeah, you know, the the default setting for Pulp Cthulhu is effectively the 1930s when you know this kind of the era of the pulps is happening. Although I should just say that um, the Pulp Cthulhu rules, whilst grounded in the 1930s, you can simply use them in any any setting you want. If you want to use them in modern day or 20s or Gaslight, they 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 work across the board. Um, mm-hmm. So there's uh, some setting material on the 1930s, and um, and then obviously there's uh, there's a load of uh, you know, appropriately styled pulp villains and threats for the keeper to use. Uh, a big chapter on, you know, how to run pulp-style games as opposed to, you know, what you might call standard Call of Cthulhu. Lots of advice and um, and tips in there as well. And then uh, alongside all of that, you have uh, a suite of uh, four fairly comprehensive scenarios, which are all, again, all oh. set to different styles and tastes of pulp as well. So, uh, again, a, a bit of something for everyone, um, you know, from, you know, quite high octane kind of uh, uh, dramatic uh, scenarios to ones that are a little bit more investigative, but really have a real you know punch at the end of them in terms of the uh, mm-hmm. the pull kind of drop. And uh, um, yeah, so um, it's a full on, you know, quite large supplement, full color again, hardback, lots of very gorgeous art, I have to say. Um, and it's a real kind of... Um, uh, you know, if if pulp style games are your thing, then it's a kind of a pretty much an essential purchase, I would say. I'd say and, the hint's uh, we, in the name, Mike. It is in the name, and uh, I should say that we, you know, within that, you know, getting anyone in a in a group of people to agree what is pulp is a is a, a pretty difficult task. So, because of because pulp means all things to all manner of people, uh, what I what I wrote into the rules and the mechanics and the guidance is actually. Um, differing layers of pulp so you know there's mm-hmm. advice for playing low pulp games which are pretty much like Call of Cthulhu with a, a few added bells and whistles to help things sort of move uh, smoothly along to to the kind of default middle pulp mid-style pulp and then if you really want to go you know all out and um, you know go Doc Savage and, and that kind of thing then there's uh, what we call high pulp and um, there's uh, you know the, the various rules to and uh, and support to, to do that so whatever you're preferred style um this book hopefully you know caters and gives you exactly what you need to uh, to style the games for you know in the way that you want to wonderful so pulp cthulhu and doors to darkness <clears throat> are in fact coming in the same container so they're going to be out about the same time yes yes so it's, and that shouldn't be too long as you say because they're uh, they're on the ocean now they, they and, are uh... indeed oh and also in that container is um a book for HeroQuest Glorantha as well, The Coming Storm. So we're going to have three new products out uh, very, very soon. So, Mike, after uh, people have got themselves loaded up with pulp and uh, they've gone through their doors to darkness, what else is on the horizon? 
Well, the, the next couple of books that uh, I've kind of finished working on myself and have passed over to production for uh, for art and, and layout. Uh, uh, the first one is uh, a, a, a quite a big book. It's called The uh, Greater Grimoire of Cthulhu Mythos Magic, and uh, mm-hmm. which is a grand title for what is effectively um, a, a massive book of spells for Call of Cthulhu. So if you can imagine that um, Call of Cthulhu being a you know a thirty plus year old game yep. has had hundreds of spells written in scenarios and uh, yep. and supplements over the years. So, uh, but, but what, never uh, never gathered together in one never, grimoire. Never, never ever gathered together. Uh, many of the spells kind of lost because the you know the books are no longer in print or even available as PDFs. So. Um, Myself and uh, Matthew Sanderson, uh, who did a great job in kind of going through uh, his vast collection of Call of Cthulhu titles and pulling out anything that was related to a spell and then sending it over to me, allowed me to basically compile a bit like the Malleus Monstrum uh, has done previously for monsters. <laughs> right. Uh, yep. Yeah. A book of, of spells, which um, have all been uh, rewritten and revised uh, for obviously for seventh edition. Um additional detail thrown in uh, stuff clarified to make them a little bit more easier and generic and um and so you know effective forming a, a pretty vital resource particularly for keepers sure um having you know all of the spells uh, at their fingertips uh, and again uh, lots of advice and additional material in the book as well about um things like ley lines and uh what what happens to the environment after a, 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 an elder god has materialized on, on earth um once they then disappeared back to wherever they came from well what residue do they leave behind and what does what effect does that have on spells or, or you know and uh that kind of thing so there's lots of additional kind of um Ooh. as i would call it lots of ideas inspiration and scenario seeds in there as well as as well as you know the the spells that that will be uh, something to look forward to and that's another big hefty tome i understand that's a, yeah, yeah. We I, I wanted to try and have it as comprehensive as possible. So uh, I think there's over 500 spells in there. Wow. So, uh, it's a fairly hefty tone, but it's uh, I think it will be a um, a real uh, a real resource and uh, for keepers not only in you know running the games and referring to it, uh, but also in designing scenarios themselves because uh, some spells are just beg to have scenarios written for them. So I think. Uh, Someone just reading it through, they're going to find a whole heap of ideas for uh, incorporating into their games or or their scenario design as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah. anything else on the horizon? Yeah. The other one I would just make a mention of, which kind of relates back to Pulp Cthulhu, actually, is um, although the Pulp book has got four um, you know great scenarios in there, uh, Pulp really works well when you play it in the campaign format. Um, and um, you know whether you're you know using it uh, for horror in the Orange Express or Masters of Nathotep, but um, I felt that um, what we really wanted was it was a new campaign uh, that was specifically written for Pulp Cthulhu. So um, I uh, we have a uh, campaign called the Two-Headed Serpent, which is written by um, the guys who uh, do the Good Friends of Jackson and Lies podcast, mm-hmm. Paul Fricker, the uh, uh, co-author on Seventh Edition, Scott Dorwood, and Matt Sanderson. I put together a globe-trotting, um, um, uh, high-stakes campaign that is very pulp in its nature, and um, and I'm, I'm just actually uh, looking over approved manuscripts as, it, as it's uh, 
on its way to uh, to art development at the moment, and um, it is it really packs a punch. And uh, it's I've actually played all the way through it and had a, a fantastically fun time playing it. And I'm sure a lot of other people are going to too. Oh, well. And that's the real uh, well, it's our first new big campaign that Kersham's done for. Well, I can't remember the since what the last horror was. on. Well, horror on the oh, Orient oh, Express was was its second journey, so but yes, yeah, second journey, and before that, in terms of a new camp, you know, big new campaign beyond the Mountains of Madness, I guess, and uh, this is certainly um, certainly on the scale of uh, you know, it's it's, it's uh, it, I think there's nine scenarios, uh, all in different locations, and. Uh, I, I, it's an absolute. I have to say, it's an absolute blast to play. So, wow! <laughs> I hope everyone will enjoy it. Something else to really look forward to. I will say though, Mike, <clears throat> there is one other campaign we have just finished, and that's of a course. time to harvest. And that was actually six months of play. So, I guess that was a a long campaign. So, that that's pretty exciting because we've just finished that. We've had uh, over a thousand keepers downloading that and running it in. Game stores and clubs and homes around the world. Um, any reflections on how that's gone? Yeah, I mean it's been it's been absolutely awesome, and the response has been fantastic. Um, obviously, I've been getting to hear and see um, various play reports from the Call to Chaos members who've been running the games, uh, you know, everywhere and, and anywhere, and. Uh, there's been some um, fantastic kind of um, you know, post-play reports, um, and um, and what are you going to do with those, Mike? Well, well, what, one of the, what I've been doing is I've been uh, compiling notes into a big kind of folder, and then uh, the plan is um, I'm going to sit down and uh, kind of go over the uh, whole campaign based on the uh, the various feedback, incorporate some really good uh, ideas that have been thrown my way, and um, try and iron out a few few little uh, wrinkles that have cropped up in in the play uh, as well uh, so we um, we get the uh, manuscript all tidied up effectively and uh, and then uh, you know we're looking to uh, put that out as a, again a, a full color hardback version um, so that uh, not only Call to chaos members can obviously enjoy but uh, everyone else can and um, so it's, it's been great so I'd just like to you know throw out my thanks to um, all the cult of chaos members for uh, you know, giving it a go and uh, playing along. It's been uh, much appreciated, all the feedback. And uh, I'm obviously to the original authors, you know, Brian Sammons and uh, Glyn Barras and uh, and Charles de Glagalis as well, and, uh, you know, for putting it all together. So uh, it's been tremendous. And uh, I'm sure um, I'm sure we'll be looking to do something similar as, to, as time marches forward. Yeah, and I think, I think we learned a lot from the first time we've run something like that. And uh, I think... Next time we do it, we'll we'll have something that I think people will enjoy just as much or even more. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's always the plan, isn't it? So uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. Well, Mike, we've got to wind up here, but um, it's been great talking to you. There are some really exciting things just over the horizon in that container, and then some things that are going to come after that to keep people's uh, appetites for Call of Cthulhu satisfied. I think. So uh, I better let you get back to work because you've got lots to get done. Indeed, yes. <laughs> thanks very much. Yes, yes. Been a pleasure as ever. All right. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Oh, the sun never sets on us. 